Welcome to Kyperian Commentary. I am your host, Yuri Brito, and this is episode 91 of this long journey that we've begun over 10 years ago. And on this episode, I am very delighted to have an acquaintance of mine that I've known for many years through his online work and some of his published literature, uh, Dr. David Koizes, who has a fascination for a lot of things that I am fascinated by. So it's a real joy to bring us together for this episode to discuss the Genevan Psalter. Uh, but first and foremost, David, how are you, my brother? Fine, thank you. And thank you for having me on this program. É um prazer estar com você nesta manhã. It's a pleasure to be with you, my... Um prazer. Prazer é meu. David shares a lot of love for my own uh, home country. Brazil's been there many, many times, so we have even more in common. But David, I want to talk about a subject that um, I think becomes uh, relatively esoteric for many people who just um, don't have the passion you and I share for something... Uh, uh, somewhat peculiar, but also a uh, one that can be bring so much joy for the Christian church, and that is the unique Genevan Psalter that has been around for quite some time. We'll talk about it, and we in our congregation, uh, just a little as a um, uh, background here, we in our congregation here in Pensacola have been singing the Genevan Psalter for over 13 years. And that was introduced by a masterful theologian that I've loved for many years who worked with me here in Pensacola, Dr. James B. Jordan, who introduced us to the Genevan Psalter, as he called them, Genevan gigs, jigs, as he called them. And he introduced them to me 13 years ago, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with its complexity in some ways, and I fell in love with its rhythm. I fell in love with its peculiarity. And it is all of that and more. Uh, David, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on the Geneva, Geneva Psalter, but uh, first and foremost, how did you become interested in the in this very unique Psalter? Yes. Yes, well, it's, um, I, I grew up in a church that sang the Psalms, although I wasn't really aware of that because the Psalms were scattered throughout the hymns in the, in, in the book. But they were basically from the 1912 Psalter, which also influenced the Christian Reformed Church's Psalter hymnal. The, the gray-covered one? Uh, yes, that's right. Yes, yes. And, and, uh, and the, the earlier one earlier ones as well. Okay. Uh, but, but the Genevan Psalms, I, I came into contact with the Genevan Psalms about, about 35 years ago. Uh, a, a friend alerted me to the Canadian Reformed yeah. Collection. The Canadian Reformed Churches are the only um, community, a Christian community that actually sings the full Genevan Psalter in North America. And so I, I, I I came into contact with that, and I decided that I would um, would set my my own hand at at putting the psalms to verse. Uh, one of the one of the flaws of the traditional ways of uh, rendering the psalms is that um, that everything has to rhyme. Uh, and from my perspective, I don't think everything does have have to rhyme. Uh, in the in the original Genevan Psalter. Uh, that was completed in 1562, and it was in French. Uh, the stresses in the text and the stresses in the, the tunes did not necessarily match, and that made it for somewhat awkward singing. So in my own project, I decided I would try to, to rectify that to the extent that I could, because virtually all the traditional uh, translations in German, uh, Hungarian, I don't, I don't know, so I can't tell you, but I would assume that that would be the case in Hungarian as well, certainly in Dutch. 
um, the, um, um, the stresses and the text and the tunes did not necessarily match. So that was one of the things that I was trying to, trying to do. So from the, from, uh, and then at, around that same time in the mid-1980s, I discovered that I actually had a complete volume of the Genevan Psalms in my, uh, in my possession for about 10 years, and I hadn't even realized it. This was a, it was a Czech Psalter and Hymnal that I picked up in Prague in 1976. I was 21 years old, yeah. and I bought it at an antiquarian bookshop in Prague when the communists were still in, char in charge of that country. Um, I think I was one of the few people to actually take a Bible out of a communist country rather than, than <laughs> um, uh, bring, bring it into it. To, yeah. to one, but um, uh, but they were the um, the versifications of a man by the name of Jerzy Streitz, um, who is is in our hymnals. He's he's known as Georg Feta by his his German name, yeah. and so that was something that I I hadn't realized I had had until the mid nineteen eighties, and I still have that book, um, you know, published in nineteen hundred during the last years of Habsburg rule in Austria Hungary at the time of which the what's now called Czechia was part. Okay, well, I, I, one of the curiosities that uh, strikes me about the Genevan Psalm uh, Psalter is that it, it it carries its own sort of unique flavor to it. If you can distinguish for me, if you will, uh, how would you define the, the 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 uniqueness of the Genevan Psalter in comparison to the various other psalters, the Scottish Psalter, the yeah. singing? What, what's unique about it that is so fascinating to you? Well, the, um, the, the metrical structures are, are, are widely divergent. Um, you know, this is in contrast to the Scottish Psalter of 1650. You know, I have a copy here. This was uh, published in 1929. And as you can see, it's a split leaf Psalter. So you can mix and match tunes because they're all basically in the same, the same structure. You know, it's common meter. Very, very you know, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you can sing the theme to Gilligan's Island to, uh, to the um, to uh, every every tune that's in this book, and the and the Psalms match that. By contrast, this is a Dutch Psalter that was um, published, I assume, in the twentieth century, and and you could not mix and match Psalm tunes and um, uh, and texts th this way because the, the the metrical structures are just. Uh, they're they're wildly divergent and they're they're syncopation in the um in 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 the rhythms as well. So it's they're they're similar to the the German chorales that that are sung by the Lutherans and after the 1860s uh, by English speaking English speaking Christians as well. So it's it's just uh, it's um they're wild they're imaginative they're, you know, they 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 can't be they can't be um, um, compressed into into uh, in, into common meter or long meter as you could as you can do with the Scot scottish songs right 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 so here's here's a um uh, one of the tunes that we learned very early on and we have actually um brought your lyrics into it a little bit of um more common lyrics and it's just it, i want i want our audience to get a audience to get a flavor of this here because this is just a it's one of my favorite psalms it happens to be the first one how blessed are they who keep from evil ways who heed not sinful counsel all their days nor seek the company of wicked scoffers but take delight in all the lord god offers Within the statutes of his holy law, both day and night they pondered it with all. That kind of um, uh, lovely melody here, 
is this the 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 first talk about the the composition of the Genevan Psalter, the, the composer behind it? What is so? I think let, let me just um, see if I can um, talk a little bit through this here. What we see in modern Psalter projects, and I am a gigantic apologist for modern Psalter projects. I want the proliferation, I want the pervasive, I want it to be ubiquitous. I don't want, I want every reform, every evangelical congregation to be aware of one. But what Absolutely. we see in, in many ways is, you mentioned this very um, articulately, is there is this uh, imprisonment to the poetic structure of the versification, That's which in some ways hinders the, the language of the scripture speaking through the music. So talk a little bit about the, the composition, who composed, who put together this Psalter, and also about the any concerns you may have about this forcefulness into modern Psalter projects, if you don't mind. Right, right. Well, well, it, it began in the 16th century. Uh, you know, the Psalms were were used for daily prayer, and they had been since, um, well, at least Saint, since Saint Benedict um, of Nursia, but even earlier than that. And you can find uh, allusions to this within the Bible itself, that even uh, before the coming of Christ, people were singing through the Psalms on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. you know, there, there were daily prayer hours. Uh, these are maintained in monasteries. But there was an effort at the time of the Reformation to try to, to put this into the hands of, of ordinary uh, pew sitters in the congregations. Okay. And so, uh, so there was an effort to try to render the Psalms in a way that they could be sung easily by the, uh, by, um, ordinary lay people in the, in the pews. So in Geneva, this started, well, it actually started in Strasbourg at around 1539. And there were, there, there was a, a, a man who had begun setting the Psalms to verse by the name of Clément Marot, who was the, the court poet for King François I in, in, in France. And so um, Calvin uh, uh, became enamored of, of these texts and uh, wanted to, to set them to music. And so, uh, so Louis Bourgeois is the one who is usually seen to be the originator of these tunes. There was a kind of a myth uh, that was um, afoot a, a for a long time that these were somehow uh, pub songs or uh, or popular songs uh, tunes that that uh, to which the songs were set. Uh, there was a Frenchman by the name of Orantin Douan in the 19th century who um, who uh, uh, put forth this thesis. Well, that has since been discredited. As, as a matter of fact, Abraham Kuyper himself in the Netherlands thought that this was the case, but that's that's not the case. As a matter of fact, a lot of them are based on Gregorian chant. Mm -hmm. They're in the ecclesiastical modes, the church modes, such as um, uh, um, Ionian, uh, 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 Dorian, Phrygian, um, Aeolian and so forth, and and um, and 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 as a matter of fact, the tune for Psalm 141, tunes for Psalm 141 and Psalms eight, Psalm 80, uh, are taken almost directly from from known Gregorian chants of the of the era. And I suspect that more of them are based on that as well. Some of them, I suspect, were thought up on the spot by Louis Bourgeois, perhaps by somebody else. Not, some, not all of the tunes are, are equally strong. Uh, the tunes for Psalm, I think it's Psalm 
Psalms 4 and 11 are not particularly strong. They seem to ramble. There's not much much repetition. But but most of the tunes are, are really marvelous, and they're, they're eminently singable. Some are very well known, such as the one that's known as Old Hundreds in our hymnals, but it actually came from Psalm 134 mm -hmm. in the original Genevan Psalter. The tune uh, for, for Psalm 100 is actually quite a delightful uh, tune that, um, uh, that, that deserves to be better known. Psalm 42 is generally well known. Um, Psalm 98, I think, is well known as, as well. You can look these up. There's a man by the name of Ernst Stoltz, who's a Dutch organist who, who, who recorded all of the Genevan Psalms over the course of maybe about between five to ten years on YouTube. And you can find those easily if you want to, to listen to individual Psalms. So, um, so yeah, that's, um, so my, all of this, I was, uh, drenched myself in as I was undergoing this, take, taking part in this project. Yeah. So you mentioned something interesting here. There is a kind of continuity the Genevan Psalms have with the, the chanting history of the church, correct? Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> that's right. Which I think, um, <clears throat> in the chanting sort of revolution, we're trying to inculcate here in our culture here in the South through the labors of uh, Peter Lighthart and the Theopolis Institute that I'm involved okay. with. Okay. Yeah. I think that um, the concern has been, now, now we're talking about a very <clears throat> advanced form of congregational music, right? This is completely foreign yeah. to the evangelical culture. Right. And I am, I am as a, as a minister and as an amateur musician, um, eager to see incremental steps going towards that direction. Oh, absolutely. I'm not so I much agree. of an idealist and, you know, both of us we have been to, <laughs> We've been yeah. to Brazil and we've seen the progress that the Brazilian population have made in singing the Psalms. It's been a joyful thing. I'm, I'm eager to see this yes. unfold uh, generationally here. One yeah. of the <clears throat> one of the questions I have. Oh, by the way, I just as, as a as a footnote here, you mentioned the old 100 for our audience here. This is the yes. doxology. Praise exactly. God from whom all. So yes. this is this is not just something foreign this is by far the tune of one of the most sung pieces probably not of christian history would you agree oh i think so yes everybody knows it everybody knows it yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so what you've done you begin to begin to set the psalms to verse what was the the impetus was there any of that project done before what did you do that was different I think what was different is that I is that I um, uh, was not necessarily tied to the traditional rhyme schemes. Okay. So some of my psalm versifications do rhyme. Others, probably most of them, do not. And as a matter of fact, if you were simply to to read the texts, you would not necessarily know that we had crossed the boundary between prose and poetry. Okay. So so and so the last two months basically, I spent almost full-time setting the remainder of the psalms i was given a grant by um uh by the stanford reed trust here in canada Love to it. complete my my psalter project and so that's what i did for the last for the last two months and i just finished it last week basically and then and then after i'd finished the last psalms i i took the tune for psalm 140 and then and then quickly set the ten commandments to that tune as well because that's that's something else that's found in the traditional psalters along with the three lucan canticles the uh the benedictus of, of yes. zechariah the magnificat of mary and then the nunc dimittis of of simeon, simeon and so yeah. those those are part of my project as well and i hope to get get them published at some point but i'm not you know, I'm, it's, they're still, they still need to be edited. 
Yeah, I understand. What uh, talk a little about the the what translation were the Genevan Psalms derived? What did you use as a sort of a source as you were uh, setting? Well, the, well, as a matter of fact, I, I for the last two months I had in front of me this this Psalter. It's it's the English Standard Version Psalter, and it was given to me by uh, by a dear friend, um, quite as a surprise a few months ago, you know. And I think he ordered one for himself, and he knew that I would like it too, so he ordered one for me as well. So I kept that in front of me just to get a global sense of the Psalms, and then I pulled up a a, a website called Bible Hub. And if you put a single verse into that from Scripture, you will see multiple translations of the same verse. So I, I, I went through methodically, line by line, through, through the Psalms, using various translations, and, uh, and then set them, uh, I did line by line for each of, the, each of the, the lines of the melody as well, and set the Psalms to that. So, you know, and, and that way I was, I was largely able to retain the Hebrew parallelism um, in the Psalms, parallelism simply means that 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 um, in Hebrew poetry, uh, the poet would 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 make a statement, and then the next line would repeat that statement in other words. And you find this throughout the Psalms. You find it in Isaiah. You find it in in Jeremiah throughout the prophets. Uh, you know the uh, and that's that's typical of Hebrew poetry. Uh, in the the Genevan Psalter, I, uh, Genevan tunes, I was able to do that to some degree, but sometimes the Genevan tunes have maybe five lines to a stanza, or maybe seven lines to a stanza. So you can't do that perfectly, but uh, insofar as I was able to do so, I was able to retain a great deal of this Hebrew parallelism. Okay, lovely. So um, yeah. this is my this is my uh, the section where I ask you what your favorite color is. Tell me about your favorite psalm. What is your what is the tune that moves you the most and I, I will share uh your favorite Genevan tune that moves you the most and I'll share I'll share with you mine okay I I guess it's probably the the last one the 150th which is just okay. a is it's just a a marvelous um marvelous tune it's it's one of the strongest tunes in the whole collection and of course Psalm 150 itself is not very long right. but it's a um um you know it's the grand finale to the the biblical psalter and it's almost as though the whole psalter which begins with the tune with the the psalm that you sang a few moments ago the first stanza uh psalm one you know it's a, it's a wisdom psalm if you will you know this is the 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 way uh of obedience is the way that leads to flourishing and of course most of the psalms many of the psalms are are lament psalms of laments or or psalms calling down our um uh calling down god's wrath on on his enemies you know those are the ones that don't get sung very much in our churches and then it all builds uh throughout the the one 140s it builds to the this this grand finality of psalm 150. so i'll just sing it to you for your very uh, very very briefly the first stanza praise the lord with joyous mirth praise him in his song house on earth Praise Him in the heavenly height. Praise Him for His acts of might. Alleluia, alleluia. Praise His all-surpassing grace. Bow and sing before His face. Alleluia, alleluia. That's, that's lovely. And uh, I think for those uh, people listening, they don't sometimes the american hymn singer doesn't realize that 
they may sing things that are even more difficult and complex than what you have just sung, right? There's some a lot it's, of repetition. It's a very, it's a very simple, simple tune. It is a simple tune. A lot and of it's repetition. a profound tune. Yes, absolutely. Yes. yes. I, yeah. I, and I, and and I think my addition and my unique um, spin on on that text and the tune is to put the alleluias in the um, in the unusual uh, lines in the middle there and at the end. Yeah, and I, now so, that, that tune is used elsewhere as well, because I recognize that tune from um, another. Is there another song with that same tune? Uh, no, that's that's the only one. In the that's the only one. That, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, lovely. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, um, my favorite my favorite tune is from Psalm. Well, I love the Psalm 23 because it's so unique. And oh, I've yes, done some uh, academic, academic work in Psalm 23, and I sort of shift the, mm. the natural tendency that a lot of evangelicals have to treat it as a jesus as a cuddly little shepherd and i kind of <laughs> interpret through the lens of uh, jesus as a warrior king and psalm 23 okay. in the geneva is i think the only tune that has a bit more of a um, a, a warlike rhythm to it but right. psalm 47 is the one that um i have yes really found my myself Absolutely. coming back yes. again and again yeah. and i'll read the 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 older version i, I don't have yours in front of me here but it goes like this. And the, the background to this story here, uh, David, is that there was a, a lady at our church who despised singing hymns 12, 13 oh. years ago. And we introduced Psalm 47. Oh, and yes. It was, and, and it goes like this. Praise the Lord, the land's nations, clap your hands. Shout aloud to God, spread his fame abroad. Praise him loud and long with a triumph song. Bow as he draw nigh for the Lord Most High. Terrible is he in his dignity, and his kingdom's girth circles all the earth. It's a lovely tune, but it she is, was yeah. uh, so opposed to the singing of Psalms, and she was a solitary oh. voice when we would sing this first verse. Praise the Lord, he lends nations, clap your hands. She would spontaneously go like this. <laughs> yeah, well, you can do that. You can there, do that. There, there's, a, there's a delightful Japanese recording of the Psalms, Genevan Psalms sung in, in, in Japanese, and I think you can actually find it on YouTube as well. Okay. But, um, but the, the, it's, the, it's, it's a wonderful arrangement, and, and people do clap their hands. There's, oh, I was not aware of that. That's lovely yeah. to hear that. Well, it's yeah. very, very appropriate right into in the the early uh, verse of it here anyway this is, is um it, it you know as as a brazilian i know that uh, <laughs> passion and brazilianness is a redundant uh, uh <laughs> assertion but i find myself going back again and again to the genevan psalter because of its yeah. i think um i don't know how to phrase it uh, perhaps the best way to it, it's profound mysteriousness that comes yes, with its tune yes. it, it just seems yeah. so other so wholly other okay okay the kinds of things that we're seeing in our day and i am thrilled about it but i uh, i'm hoping that geneva salter through your labors will have a, a renew will find a renewed interest uh in our day i hope so too yes yeah and and if you want to know more about it all you need to do is to go to the to youtube and and you'll find it if you you know if you put in genfi joltarok which is which is hungarian for geneva salter just marvelous arrangements and and choir i think the whole of hungary must be filled with oh, hundreds of thousands of choirs you know and they all seem yeah. to sing the genevan psalms and you can find a lot of them on youtube it's just just wonderful i will be happy to link that to uh 
our audience once we get this episode available here. So you have been doing this work for quite some time. How long specifically? When did you start it? 1985. Nineteen. <laughs> uh, I am not going to tell you how old I was. 1985. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for your perseverance, brother. That's a, yeah. that's a, a wonderful labor of love. Yeah. It's occupied most of my adult life, really. And, and I've just finished it last week. And um, um, I and I shed tears when I finished it because it, it's been so much a part of my life. Um, you know, and, and I would always come back to it most of the time during the time that I was teaching, you know, I, I'm teaching political science, you know, completely yes. different field. But uh, so and every so often I would I would put one of these psalms to verse and I would arrange them as well, arrange the tunes. Well, I stopped doing that. Um, uh, you know, a, a couple of months ago, I'm, I'm no longer arranging the tunes. I may try to come back to that at, at some point, but you know, I'm I'm an amateur musician in that sense. But um, uh, but I I just wanted to, wanted to get the texts out there in some fashion so that people might be able to sing them. And if you know of anybody who would be willing to publish my collection, I would um, I would love to hear hear about it. We uh, we will work to that end. <laughs> we will work to that end. Well, as a side note, you're also you're also a great guitarist. I've loved seeing some of your. Uh, your videos of uh, singing the Genevan on, online. Thank you, thank uh, you. I'm extremely grateful for your work, David, and for the strength God has given you to persevere in this uh, glorious, glorious labor. Dr. David Koizis is our guest on this episode of Kyperian Commentary. Mm -hmm. David, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, uh, you're very welcome. <laughs> obrigado, muito obrigado, irmão. <laughs> De nada, meu amigo. Um abraço. <laughs>